To the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. The 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Big, huge shout out to two different groups of people here. One, I want to uh, make sure to shout out and thank Carolina Sports Plus uh, for being our longest-running marketing partner. Um, phenomenal things. Go go over to carolinasportsplus.com. Check out their website. Um, like, us on, like them on Facebook. They have a lot of great things going on there. Um, the owner, Mario Edwards, um, you can find him on Facebook. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Um, I've had a great partnership with him and uh, just love the fact that uh, we get to do many, 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 many more things. Um, So looking forward to that. Show some support. Show some love over there. Also, big shout-out to a couple shows here, Um, Southern Dirt Track Report and Race Chat Live. Um, They've kind of been carrying the network for the last couple months. Excuse me. <laughs> so that sneeze coming on. Um, so I want to thank both groups for uh, helping carry the show or carry the network and being there in my uh, absence. Uh, big shout outs, especially to the Race Chat Live group, Taz, Chris, Craig, and Miss Lee. If you guys have not been listening to Race Chat Live, you guys are missing one hell of a show. Um, a lot of things going on NASCAR as we wrap up the end of the season. Looking forward to having them back for another season next year. Um, a lot of a lot of things going on behind the scenes. So just glad to be uh, glad for glad to be able to have them come back. Um, hopefully the 2023 season will be a better season for everybody. I am working on many things behind the scenes to try to. Uh, uh, make 2023 be a great season for everybody. Um, make sure you check out the site www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the slow, all the shows, all the platforms. 
um, where you can find, how you can find all the shows. It'll be on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, um, Deezer, um, Google Pod, uh, yeah, Google Pod, uh, was it Google Chaser? Podcast, uh, Google Ch- I think it's Google Chaser. Um, Spreaker, you name it. We're pretty much on every platform you can pretty much be on. So make sure you guys go over the site, www. And, hey, you can even watch the uh, catch the episodes on the site itself at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, it's been a rough couple months for me. Um, for those that do or do not know, I was dealing with severe headaches for about a three-month stretch, a little bit longer than a three-month stretch. Still, not so much the headaches. Um, I did have a few this week until my new med- or my blood pressure medication came in. Um, but uh, kind of settled down with that, been doing appointments. Um, got some sinus. They, they're not sure if the headaches were re- related to the sinus and the, the, the blood pressure being up and the headaches was due to the sinuses um, or just coincidental or whatever the case may be. I know that I do have, I had to see a doctor earlier this week or the end of last week, I can't remember this point now. Um, they shoved a freaking thing all the way up my nose to try and take pictures based off my CAT scans from before. Pretty much all my sinuses are congested and backed up, and after three months and two rounds of uh, antibiotics, um, they determined that there's a good chance we'll have to have surgery. So uh, they're doing a CAT scan on the 2nd to see if anything has changed. If not, there's a consultation on the 22nd of uh, November, and we'll proceed forward with them basically going up my nose and performance performance surgery. The big two issues is one, um, due to being jumped at one point in time, um, whether or not everything's straight enough or they have to re-break things to get uh, everything up there. And then two, the top sinuses being right there by the, uh, um, basically the, the bonage that separates the brain fluid from the rest of your body. Um, there's a lot of concerns with that as well. So, We'll have a lot to talk about on the 22nd. But that's not even been the worst of the problems and why I've been gone. Over the last um, couple months, uh, more specifically the last month, I lost about 8 to 10 employees due to to either just quitting or being fired, Um, not following policies, not showing up, Um, whatever the case may be. In that process, especially the prime of that process, my assistant manager was out for two weeks on vacation, and uh, my food person was out with COVID and was out for about a week and a half on top of everything, so it made it very minimum. And, of course, <laughs> when it rains, it pours. If that wasn't enough, um, the store was armed robbed twice in that whole process. So how to deal with that? I had a 40-hour shift, a 38-hour shift. Um, how to deal with the police, the footage, um, just a lot of things when you get robbed twice. And uh, to even to include still today, the head of loss prevention was out there today um, doing some things to help make this process when it happens again, if it happens again. <laughs> a better outturn to um, catching um, those that are robbing us. 
Um, so it's it's been a whole process. Um, I didn't have a day off for over three weeks. And technically, it was over a month because the first weekend that I actually had off from the main job, I was still DoorDash on the other job. Um, it wasn't until actually last weekend that I was off, went to Gatlinburg. Um, and so it was drive six and a half hours, spend two days, drive back six and a half hours. Um, so didn't really catch up on anything. And then um, this last weekend, what was this? Or the, No, this weekend. Um, no, actually, last weekend we did something. Did we do something? Seems like I did something. It seems like there's another weekend in between there that I'm missing. Maybe not. No, we went to eight nights, so I missed something. There was something that happened last weekend. Huh. I don't know. I know this weekend we're going to Hocking Hills on Saturday, and I'll be dashing all day on Sunday. Tomorrow night we're going out to the cemetery. They got some haunted thing going on, so we're going to check that out. You had to buy tickets like two months in advance. But anyway, y'all didn't come in here to listen to all the problems. I am back. Uh, hopefully we'll be back every Wednesday night again um, as we got football season, college football. Um, go Volunteers. I'm glad to see somebody finally took down Alabama. I'm tired of hearing about Alabama. Uh, NBA season just getting kicked off. We got the MLB season finishing, uh, NHL kicking off. Um, a lot of things going on. It's that time of year. Things have picked up. Um, college basketball is even picking up. UD's ranked in the top 25 um, for a preseason poll. is the first time in God knows how long. Um, we were looking at buying tickets to possibly go to a game. We're also looking at possibly getting tickets, season tickets for the women's basketball team. Uh, so I was like, ah, I don't know if we like college women's basketball enough um, to buy, you know, spend that type of money. And you're, you're talking about $250 for season tickets. Um, if, if college basketball, women's basketball anyway, is something we watch enough that we'll want to do it. And I'm like, look, I go to a basketball game. I don't care who it is. <laughs> uh, I'm all about watching some basketball. I said, but on top of that, you know, the, the oldest is 19, is an intern, and uh, by next by next year we'll have a full, you know, a full-time job. And next one in the line is getting ready to turn 16. She's going to have a job. Um, is going to be off to college here soon. And then the youngest is 12. I said, not too much longer, and he's going to have his own life. I said, we might as well look into getting season tickets. Because pretty soon we're going to have to find things to do. You're not going to have these kids to keep us occupied all the time. You know, we got the partial, uh, we do, what, 11, 12 games of the Dayton Dragons, um, uh, level A uh, basketball or baseball team for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, already we do a couple other things. We have season tickets to the Kings Island. I said, we're going to have to find things to keep ourselves busy or more so her. I, I stay busy between both jobs. I, you know, guarantee I work 90 to a hundred hours a week. Um, and then getting back into the swing of this and also the, the stock market and doing everything I do with that. Um, I stay plenty busy, but at some point I do want to walk away from the DoorDash. And at some point I do want to be able to eventually walk, walk away from the main job. You know, we're looking five years is what the goal is to walk away from that DoorDash by next June. Um, so I can have full-time attention on this 
um, until I get rid of the main job. And then once I get rid of the main job, just full-time pay attention to this and the, the stock market. So, um, and, and enjoy my life. I'm a firm believer that there's more to life than us getting up going to work showering, eating, going to bed every day. Like, uh, there, there's more to this. And repeat five days of the week. And then on your two days off, either you kick back and relax, <clears throat> so you're rested and do it again for another five days, or you have a life on the weekend, and then come Monday you're miserable because you didn't get rested. And I just, I don't know, I just feel there's more to this. Anyway, um, a lot has happened since uh, the last time I was on the show. Um, a couple of the, the bigger topics or a couple of the topics that really have stuck out to me that I kind of want to jump into tonight is one, the whole concussion thing. Uh, <clears throat> I've seen the video of uh, Tua, the Miami Dolphins quarterback, um, kind of being, I'm not going to say thrown to the floor. I feel that it was over dramatic. I think the first time the week before he went down was maybe a little bit harder. Him stumbling and and falling back down was very concerning. I, you know, if you didn't watch the first one, didn't know there was a potential concussion in the game prior to that on Sunday. You wouldn't have thought anything about the tackle on Thursday night. I, I don't I don't feel like the defender went out of his way and body slammed him or tackled him on his head. It wasn't really, to me, no more than a, a normal tackle. And, and then to, to see his hands all kind of cringe up or whatever, um, where he was suffering the concussion and everything else. And I'm more concerned... Not that I'm not concerned, not concerned for his health. Um, ain't nobody calling all day long. Now I'll send somebody on a call. Not that I was uh, concerned um, for his health. But uh, more concerned of the fact that they I, – I have big concerns that they, they let this man um, um, stumble around. I'll call back. They stumble – watch him stumble around on the, on the Sunday game. <laughs> with obvious concussion um, symptoms and let him go back into the game. Um, and then let him play Thursday. Like, I, I it, what's odd to me is I'm watching show after show. I'm trying to catch up. I am trying to play catch up. You, you guys don't understand how, how busy this has been for the last month or two for me. It kills me that I can't. I, I've tried to schedule show after show. You have no idea how many times I wanted to schedule a show, how bad I wanted to be on shows, how bad I wanted to do shows. Excuse me. I'll tell you, my life consumed of I would get up and go to work at 4 o'clock in the morning. 
and then in order to not be totally drained, I would I would find a time between probably ten and one to take maybe an hour break to go out in my car and take a nap. Work all the way through until ten, eleven o'clock at night. To sit there and repeat. And to repeat. And of course the one or two nights of the two nights that I actually got to leave on time, well I'm gonna say on time. My time is supposed to be two o'clock. I'm supposed to work four AM to two PM. Um, but I didn't get out of those night out of there on those nights until like eight o'clock at night, and finally got to bed at a somewhat decent time. Is of course the nights we get robbed, and I got to turn around and be right back up. You have no idea. I lay down at nine o'clock. My phone goes off at eleven o'clock, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I'm what? Why is somebody from work calling me?" And then I then I find out what happened. I got to drive all the way back up to work, and then it's not like I get to come back home. I got now at this point because I was already coming in early, especially the first morning, because I had an audit. So I had to sit there and stay throughout the whole night. So I was home literally long enough to take a shower, take an hour nap, and that was it. And I was back in uh, on a 40-hour shift. But anyway, um, and it's not that I've not been watching sports. Um, I watch Red Zone while I'm DoorDashing every Sunday. I come home for about two or three hour nap or two or three hour break on Sundays, and I'll catch up on all the Red Zone and all the football I can throughout the week. I watch what I can watch on top of watching all the stock shows I can watch. Um, I'll be in the office with phones, <laughs> two different phones, a work phone and my phone, trying to keep up with everything in life. Um, but the players, this killed me. Um, you, you got these players talking about the safety of the players, and that I, I, I had to see this person go through this, and I know this person went through that, and we watched Junior Seo this, and we watched this, and, and and for the NFL to just let them play or let let some third party clear them to let them play and not step in, you know, uh, on the front. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to hear these players sound so concerned that, you know, the the, the, the player's health is in, in danger and the player this and the player that. It, it was this whole this, – this whole – harmonic thing flowing out, all these different players that I had to listen to his mouth. But at the end of the day, this is what kills me. At the end of the day, not not only did he get clear to play and cornered the NFL protocol, his, you know, he was good to go Sunday. Four days later, he's good to go and play in, in, um, in the Thursday night game. But you got all these players that talk about – Players looking out for player safety, and player safety is such a thing, and it's such an important thing to the players and the player association. Even though he got cleared by the NFL and their and their protocol and the third party doctor, whatever the case may be, why in the hell? If it's such an important thing. If player safety is at the front of all the players' minds, and this is such a sticking point, and it's kind of poor us, nobody cares about us, the NFL don't care about us, the players' safety should be more important thing. Why in the hell did none of the other players on that team 
who all I know had to see that damn footage and had to see the film from the previous week, why the hell did none of them stop him from playing that Thursday night? Like, I am not understanding why you go on through national TV and talk about all this talk of player safety and, and how the NFL needs to change things to show the players that they care and so we can prevent all the things that happen to all these players and talk about all the dramatic experiences of all these players. When that whole damn roster, not one player, said, you know what, man, I've I seen the video. I've seen you get up and you and not be able to walk off the field without stumbling. And players have to help you back up. Man, don't play. I ain't seen none of them go to the coach. I ain't seen none of them put their concerns to the, 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 the doctor, the, the staff. Ain't none of them say nothing. Ain't none of them care at that point in time whether or not he played or not. So all this mumbo-jumbo stuff of how we care about players and player safety should be top of the priority list, ain't none of them give a crap. I don't want to hear another player talk about this. I know I don't want to see another player go through what we saw on that Sunday game with Tua or that Thursday game. But I don't want to hear none of them run their mouth about player safety and nobody cares about the players and and things need to change when there was, what, 52 other men in that locker room that had an opportunity to prevent him going back out on a Thursday night to raise concerns. And obviously none of them did because somebody would have ran their mouth in the media. All of them always do. Of course, the NFL said uh, nothing was violated. Of course, you're not going to you're going to find anything. No matter how dead wrong the doctor was, there could have been been at one point in time been proof that there was a concussion. He had no business being out there. The fact that you let him play on a Thursday night after watching and everybody watching over and over and over and over and over again, because it don't matter what talk show, if it was on ESPN, if it was on First Take, if it was on NBC Sports, it don't matter what you watched it on. They played that Sunday uh, game, that clip over and over and him falling down and not being able to walk off the field without some assistance. You were not going to sit there and take fault and say, well, you know what? The doctor was wrong, or we're finding because then you're just you're just as liable. You look just as bad as that third party doctor, the the Miami Dolphins, and anybody else that was involved in letting Tua back on the field Thursday night. So of course you're going to clear it. Oh, there was no wrongdoing. Are you serious? You're not watching the same video, the same clips that every single media outlet played a gazillion times. <clears throat> and 99% of the time, most of these outlets don't even agree. ESPN and Fox and NBC all have their different opinions. None of them hardly ever see. you got ESPN is so freaking far-left liberal that hardly anybody watches that, uh, that, that outlet. you got, you got Fox Sports. you got NBC. But, yeah, they all agreed. No matter what show you listen to, they were all on the same page. So, of course, you're going to say there was no wrongdoing. Are you going to admit 
that you guys turned a blind eye to something that was very obvious in every on every media outlet that played the clip, the clip a gazillion times and let someone play on the field and then, and then played only four games or four days after that. Knowing he suffered concussion on Sunday <clears throat> and you didn't stop it. Come on. <laughs> Ain't none of us that stupid. NFL, you're not that stupid. You knew what was at stake. You knew that what you could not allow happen. You could not allow a, a report to come out and say, oops, we screwed up. Oops, the doctor screwed up. Couldn't do it. Oh, Lord. Tell you what, this sports world is a funny world. <laughs> funny world. Deshaun Jackson halfway through, or Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry, halfway through his suspension. His suspension. Well, we at least believe he's halfway through suspension as more people come out to Woodworks. At what point in time do we say enough is enough? Me and this wife, me and my wife have had this debate. Now I'm not going to say if true because none of it's actually been proven true, but say it's true. I'm not going to say that I condone him offering money to have sex with people. But I'm also going to say it is it is quite ironic to me that people are in such an uproar about a man willing to pay grown women, those of age, those that can make a decision, and, and those that have obviously some taking money, some not taking the money, um, to perform sexual activities. Why we once again we still sweep underneath the rug the the whole child sex trafficking thing that is not a big deal. That never mind the fact that people like Tom Hanks was a frequent flyer to Epstein Island. Like people go out and support his movies, but you're an uproar to Sean Watson who gave money to grown women to make grown sexual decisions. Um, like I said, it, it's not my place to judge. I don't necessarily condone it, but I also don't live a perfect life. I have my my dirts and my secrets, my, things I've done behind closed doors that doesn't live up to the, the highest of all highest standards. But at the end of the day, at least Deshaun Watson is not visiting Epstein Island and performing sexual liberties with kids. But we got a whole list of people that have, and nobody seems to care. It's ironic to me. Uh, but at what point do we say enough stuff with this? Um, as more, uh, another woman has come out after the, he's gone through the courts and everything else. Um, one, I don't know how this is going to affect the suspension. I, I think at some point the NFL's got to say, you know what? He served his time. It don't matter if another 50 people come out. We knew that there was a possibility there could be more, there could be less. Who knows what's true and what's not true. This is the number we threw out there. This is the number we're going to go with. Um, the same with this whole court hearing. And at this point, you've got women coming out. Well, so I see what they got. And, 
you know, I want to get a piece of this pie. I have never even known this guy. I have never even been around him or hell. Um, he was the, the, the most genuine, kindest guy, and, you know, they, they got paid. I didn't get paid. Inflation, um, mortgage rates gone up, you know, you know. I don't know. At some point, there's got to be a, a enough's enough clause, um, at least more so to do with his suspension. Um, Lamar Jackson willing to bet on himself this year um, to get a better contract. Wow, that's backfiring. Uh, we're, we're seeing the Lamar Jackson we've all seen. I caught highlights of last week's game, a fumble and an interception on the last two possessions. Um, as Baltimore keeps falling and keeps losing at home. Um, Lamar, you should have took the contract he was offered. That's all I can say. You bet on yourself, and you're not a true throwing quarterback. You rely on your legs more than you rely on your arms because your arms are not that accurate. Yeah, you might have should have took the best offer that Baltimore was willing to give you. Ride that out because who knows how many more contracts you're actually going to get before A, either injury plays a factor into it because you run too much and every running quarterback eventually meets their match, or B, they actually find a quarterback that can throw the ball on a consistent basis accurately and you're out. I had a buddy come in today. Well, not so much a buddy, but a, a vendor come in today, and uh, we're talking. He's a Buffalo fan, talking Buffalo, talking Cleveland, uh, as we do every time. We talk a lot of football. We talk about Sean Watson. Um, we talk about Josh Allen. We talk about fans. We talk about football. Um, he brought up us. I'm surprised you're not. Brought up uh, the Cle. I want to say he was. He said the Cleveland Indians. Because I've been waiting for it. I said one. They're not the Indians. That's the second. What I'm not to say about them. <coughs> so I've told you before. I don't do this whole woke crap. Um, I'm not a fan of the Guardians. I once upon a time was a fan of the Cleveland Indians. Once you decide to throw politics into sports, I'm done. There, there was no no reason for us to no longer be the Cleveland Indians. There was nothing discriminating about it. As a matter of fact, I don't understand this whole logic of eliminating anything that's got to do with American Indian because at some point we're not going to remember or have any history or even conversation about the American Indian. It's not like they, you know, was a, a – Discrimination, discrimination, discriminationary word, or basically someone saying racist, something racist. The Indians. It's not, it's not like they were throwing out racial slurs out there in the name of a team. It's beyond me what the, where this is going. And the fact that you eliminate the Indians and why do we still have the Seminoles, the Braves, um, and a whole bunch of other teams out there is beyond me. But anyway. Um, I told him, he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't support this. Like, I will never support this. I have nothing to do with this. Um, it's crazy to me. Uh, Bubba Wallace gets a one game suspension or one race suspension as, uh, um, 
as he decides to not only intentionally wreck, come across the track and intentionally wreck Kyle Larson, um, took out Christopher uh, Bell, who was in the playoff, but then walks up the track while there's a yellow flag, which is a safety violation. Um, and then went on to shove Kyle Larson on more on one occasion, which the shoving part is here nor there. I'm not, I'm not against race car drivers shoving each other. I am against the fact that you violated track policy and for a, a whole sport that is all about driver safety and uh, the car is not being safe enough, and you, you use your car to deliberately take out another driver, um, which could have caused severe damage and severe injury. As we watched Kurt Busch just backed into a wall and has been out for pretty much almost the entire season with a concussion. Um, you got another driver. I think just getting back into, I can't remember, when another driver just getting back into the car from concussion. I just watched the documentary of Dale Sr. when he wrecked in 2001 at Daytona, which was didn't seem to be that severe of a hit. Um, as a matter of fact, the wreck that was up before that was much severe and cars flipped and everything else. Um, I don't understand, one, what the thought process was, but... Even more so, um, I don't understand why NASCAR just suspended them for one race. This should have been one of those deals that you only got like three or four races left of the season. Yo, <laughs> one, I don't think necessarily he should be just suspended for one race and that be it. I think the whole car, the whole team. Um, but more so, I think he probably should have been sat for the rest of the year. Hey, look, you you severely violated um, driver's safety. You come and clear across the track down and hit somebody in the quarter panel, essentially putting them into the wall. You walking in the middle and cars going around you on both sides. All the things that happened in the whole process, that, that should be a whole not just one race ordeal. To get more details about thoughts and suspension on that, though, make sure you go back and listen to Race Chat Live, last night's show with Chris uh, Craig and Taz. Um, you guys can catch it at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. You can catch it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, um, you, you pretty much name it, you can find it there, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, but, yeah, not a big fan of the fact that, you know, they got a one-race one suspension. Um, that, that could have been a lot worse, and NASCAR just kind of, and I'm not the only one. There's, there's many. I, I was catching a piece of Kyle Petty earlier, and I, I can't even stand Kyle Petty. Um, talking about it should have been more than one race, and, um, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, Thursday nights, not just tomorrow night, but Thursday night, you guys can catch the, the, Southern, the Southern Dirt Track Report right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, 8 o'clock. Um, you can also catch Race Chat Live right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network every Tuesday night. Eight o'clock. Um, I guess I got the I'm number one in the cup points as we got a little side thing going on. 
Um, Chris Creighton had won the SRX Series Championship. I am first in the Cup Series, and I'm second overall. Edging ever so much closer. I think I was 59 points away from Miss Lee two weeks ago this last week. Um, after the results, I was 54 points behind, so I'm edging up ever so closer. Signee knocked me out. I took, took a took a swing at a couple of picks outside the box this weekend, so hopefully that gets me closer. Um, it's either going to help me or hurt me, one of the two. Going for broke, um, but uh, looking forward to uh, this weekend. Um, this weekend's action at Homestead. Beautiful track. Been there at least one time. I think I only made it once. I was supposed to go twice. Things come up, but I couldn't make the second trip. Um, but looking forward to uh, getting an opportunity to watch um, some good action this weekend. I was right back the week of the year I went is when uh, Jeff Gordon retired. I got to sit up in the uh, media center and listen to Jeff Gordon retire and give it kind of his farewell speech and everything else. It was a good time. Um, don't forget you guys can check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sport, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Um, like I said, you can check out the site, www.the110nationsportsradio.com. Whoa, the 110 Sports Radio Network dot com. Um, like us on or follow us on Twitter. Mine is uh, Mr. CJ Sports. The 110 Nation is the 110 Nation. Um, I will be on time next week. Uh, a couple things happened and, and threw me about 15 minutes behind. Um, kind of threw my whole schedule off. Uh, I was supposed to be done what I was doing by seven. I got drug into seven thirty. Um, I had to rush to get get things taken care of to be back on here at eight, um, by 8.15 today. Um, but I will be in the studio on time next week. But it's glad to be back. Glad to be able to talk some sports. Glad to kind of talk about a few things that I got to watch. Uh, once again, go Volunteers. I'm so glad to see. I, I kind of disagree with Volunteers jumping from the sixth spot to third spot. As much as I hate Michigan, I don't see how you jumped over Michigan with Michigan having the year they're having. Um, I, I think the Volunteers should have been at least fourth or fifth, but I'm glad to see Ohio State up there. Um, I believe they're still in the second spot. Uh, I know that uh, Georgia had the top spot. Um, and I, I know Michigan, unfortunately, is in the top five. Fortunately, but unfortunately. We, can you always use a, a help in the strength of schedule, especially when you get down to the pick in the Final Four and going into the uh, college playoffs and uh, the bowl playoffs. So uh, looking forward to a weekend against Iowa. Um, is there, uh, yeah, Iowa, uh, making their way to Ohio, um, Ohio State, as we had a bye week last week. Um, but uh, like I said, uh, tomorrow night, Southern Dirt Chat Report, uh, Tuesday night, the guys will be recapping Miami um, over there at Race Chat Live at 8 o'clock, and then I'll be back in the studio next Wednesday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio, Net- Radio Network for the 110 Nation Sports. Until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.